jam. It's Jim Jamboree Tanya. It's Jim. It's Jim. It's Jim Jamboree Tanya. He was talking about some stuff. He was talking about some stuff. Are you happy to just go for it, or did you want to have a chat first, or what? No, we can go for it if you like, sunshine. I like diving in without spitting on it first. Apparently you've been sleeping all day today. Yeah. Was that lovely? Was alright? You know, it was like a really nice day. Don't like super fuck. sunny. Yeah, no no, no bothers by me, son. Okay. Did she also tell you that she kept me up until like 6.30 in the morning? Uh, there was an inference that um, your wife had not slept well. Uh-huh, yeah. So, well, that'd be why I've slept all day. But whatevs. <laughs> all right. So, is she... Do- ah, how is she doing? Nipples. How is she doing? Yes. She's pregnant. Yes. She is pregnant. Yes. Yes, she is. And is she doing well? Is she still enjoying being round? Um, no, not really. I don't think she has for a long time. No. So, that's sort of what I wanted to do no. today's podcast now. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> yes, about babies. Okay, right. Yes, because obviously you're you're an imminent father, so I it's am. an interesting position you're in. Because if we did this later, yes. then you'd have completely different answers. So we might do it again at some point. Okay, yes. But I thought it'd be interesting doing pre-daddy podcast. Pre-daddy podcast. Give it to me now. What the baby? No, just the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. So how are you feeling about becoming a daddy? Um. Alright, I guess. I'm, a, I'm not the best person to speak to about this sort of thing. Because I, I don't feel anything emotionally quite a lot of the time. So because it's not here, I'm not that emotional about it yet. No, but then that in itself is an interesting answer. So why don't you think you're emotionally bothered by it? Or anything? Uh, because of my upbringing, James. <laughs> because of my troubled past. It makes me um, not bother about a lot of things and then I don't get disappointed. Well, that's an interesting way of looking at things, I suppose. Um, it's it's served me well. Has it, though? Because you're missing out on excitement. Well, I've gotten to 32 without killing myself. Yeah, but so have a lot of people. That's not necessarily that much of an achievement. Well, I think it is a little bit of an achievement, James! <laughs> Don't peek your mic. I've spoken to you about this. I've moved away from the microphone, James! Okay, that's good. And now um, I'm back towards the microphone, James. Yes, but anyway, so survival isn't really that impressive. I mean, do you not? You don't ever get excited about things. Mm, very rarely. What gets you excited? What could I say that's like this is going to happen, and you'd be like, "Oh, that's exciting." Uh, not an awful lot. It's really difficult to know unless it actually happens to me. It's the same with humour. I don't actually know what I think is funny until it actually happens. And sometimes I'll lose my shit about it because I think it's so funny. But I didn't expect it to happen. Okay. But so, like, if I said, where in the world... If you could go anywhere in the world right now, where would you want to go? Probably Japan. So if I said, I'll tell you what, I'll take you to Japan tomorrow for an exciting weekend of naughtiness, would that get you excited? Or would you then just be excited when you got there? 
I'd probably be more nervous, to be honest with you, and worry about everything up until it actually happened. What, going on holiday with me? <laughs> uh, that, and also being in a, in a place where they, there's non-English speaking people. Okay, so that wouldn't excite you if I said, let's go to Japan tomorrow? It would. It's the same, it's the same outcome as me having a baby. I am excited about it. But there's not really much chance of me feeling excited about it because I'm also worried about it, not knowing what is going to happen. Right, well, what do you think is going to happen? So I live... I think what will happen is a baby will come out of an area. It could either be the sunroof or it could um, <laughs> or it could be the Euro Tunnel. And then that will probably take some time and I'll, I'll probably be um, nervous and, and a little bit bored... And also um, wanting a drink so bad that I was I'm peeling wallpaper off of the walls. And yeah. then when it actually happens, I'll probably do a bit of a cry. And I'll, I'll probably be astounded and very proud of um, the wife. And stroke her hair and things. And we'll have a little moment with the baby. And then I'll be stressed about getting it home. Because I don't know what's going to happen getting it there. Um, and then we'll get it home, and then I'll probably be equal parts shitting my pants, and also and also um, staring at it, being amazed. Yeah, well, that all sounds very very normal. The good news is I've done some research for you, so today's episode is all about giving you some baby training. Yay! <laughs> I was hoping you were going to do a baby training jingle. Baby training jingle. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So basically, I've got some facts to help you deal with the fact that you're about to be in charge of another life. Mm. Um, so, I'm I'm not going to read all. The, uh, there's, I've got loads. I'm not going to go through all of them. I'm just going to go through the funny ones that are more likely to make you feel nervous. Okay. Um, fine. So, a baby. Babies are cute, yes? They Generally. are. Well, actually, not all of them. Some are scary. No, some look like Dobby the house elf. And some of them are really ugly. I, th- I do genuinely think people shouldn't be allowed to procreate because they're so ugly and fat and stupid. Yeah, see, they're not that cute until they're probably about six months. Oh, no, no, no. I think when they first come out and they're all podgy and shit, they're, they're quite cute. Oh, well, this is the thing I wanted to first talk about. So uh, my colleague showed me a rather... Weird, fa- well, not weird, actually, kind of a good Facebook post, which was just a video of a woman giving birth. I've never seen a, a, a birthing. I mean, I've seen animals give birth, but I've never seen a human being give birth. And it was just literally like a static shot of the woman's uh, area and the baby coming out. So, crowning. Have you ever yes. seen it? Yeah. Well, no, not the crowning, the whole thing. The whole thing from it starting to get, sort of stretch a bit and then this thing coming out and then, yeah. yeah. Um, you've seen it well, before. You're, you're supposed to be showing those things in school, you know, sexual education, when you're like in really, really small school. Yeah, oh yeah. Unless well, things changed in between the time me and you went to school. Yeah, well, we were shown it, but that was in the time where it was like really crappy quality old science videos, but it wasn't like a really clear, sharp image of what was happening. Mummy and daddy love each other very much. Well, yes. No, I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that I've, I've been expecting a child now for a while. Um, so we, I have seen these things. I've been, I've been made aware of all of the things. So did it freak you out when it was blue? Uh, well, I didn't know that before I actually watched the thing. Yeah. But it makes complete sense, doesn't it? Because they, they have to take their first breath anyway. 
when they come out. Yeah, but it just it, it completely blew my mind because I kind of thought, yeah, they'll be a bit pasty. But this baby was like blue, mm. like a, a light blue color. Mm. Yeah, it just looks dead. Sometimes purpley. It's really freaky. Sometimes even purpley. I could say that about giraffes, though, wouldn't it? What? Uh, have you not seen the Secret Life of the Zoo recently? Never. What is that? Never? Oh my god, James. Oh my god, you and me are no longer bestest of friends. Um, yeah, whenever the giraffe... We uh, well, you're a bitch, aren't you? <laughs> anyway, when the giraffe it comes out, it like it looks dead for a while until the mum starts kicking it in the head to make it get up. Oh yeah, well I've seen uh, I've seen horses and calves do that. Or foals fo- and calves. Kick them in the head. Yeah. Is that what you're going to do with your baby? Yeah, I'm going to kick it in the head. <laughs> Obviously, it'd never really happen, but isn't there like something in the back of your mind sometimes where you think either like a a baby, like a newborn baby or a small, tiny baby and a chihuahua, either one of those two, you just want to toe punt it and see how far it will go because it's so small. Yeah, but that's a weird sciencey thing Um, because apparently people get like the feelings of throwing babies out of windows if you're holding a baby, but that's apparently very good. It means if you think those things, you're way less likely to do them. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah, it's like uh, it makes you go, oh my god, wouldn't that be terrible if that happened? I need to make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, I I mean, yeah, I mean, that sort of makes sense. Yeah, I mean, maybe not the chihuahuas, because chihuahuas are quite annoying. Like small dogs, like, you know, the ones you put in your handbag? Yeah. I really would like to take a running toe punt to a dog and just see how far it goes. You, and you get exactly the same feeling about babies. Well, yeah. Okay. Because they're only small, aren't they? They're laying on the ground. Obviously, I'm not going to take it out of somebody's hand. That's out of order. No. Um, I mean, I'm now slightly concerned about you having a baby. Although you're probably less likely to want to do it to your own. Um, Everybody's worried about me having a baby. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I've had some really good comments. and like, Really positive feedback. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe you're going to have a baby. Like that. Is that a baby saying that to you? No, it was in person, but I did a stupid voice okay. to protect their identity. Uh, it was similar sounding to the baby voice you did earlier. Yeah, well, I mean, my range is all right, but uh, it's not on on um, on the fly, as it were. Oh, you're much better than me, so I'm not. I'm not having a go at you for your voice because I think your voices are very good. thing about having a baby yeah yep. is is like would it if you placed it on my nipple would it still have a go yes yeah uh, because i was thinking like it's not as big is it like with the with the with a lady's nip it's really big yeah well and even though they're like brand new they might recognize that it's not the same nip uh i think it'd probably have a go at you so mm. Um, but don't don't do it. don't do that because you know you've got hairy nipples that wouldn't be very nice for the little baby. Well, I mean, if I get bored and there's nothing on. Yes. Anyway, um, a baby is cute according to what scientists have labelled as a baby schema. The schema is a set of features that includes a rounded head, large eyes, protruding cheeks, a big forehead, round body, and soft surfaces. Yeah. Who does that make you think of? Mr. Tickle. No, you. I was thinking that was quite sweet. It sounded a bit like you in the the description. Oh, bless you. Yeah. That's very kind of you. You don't usually do nice things to me. I'm slightly dubious. I didn't think you would be that flattered. 
Um, well, it's okay. But just that means your baby's probably going to be quite cute, because if it's going to take after you, it's going to already have those features set in it. Oh. Were you a cute baby? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see me. I've seen me in pictures. Yeah, but do it, you, what do you think of yourself? Well, it's very... You, there's no right way to answer, is there, James? Because if I say I was a cute baby, people are going to think I'm a knobhead. No, I think you're allowed to think that. Really? Yeah. I think I look like a baby. To be fair, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't get mad for babies. I like. I don't mind them. I prefer actually seeing them in real life as opposed to pictures because you can't really judge anything by pictures. It's the same as right when. And I'm going to go off on my rant. Yeah, we're going on a rant now. It's the same as when there's new people who have babies and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, we just had a baby." Or even like in the first year, those people keep showing me pictures of their baby. And when I first saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, fine. Yeah, no, that's quite cute. But then, like, every month after that, or every week after that, it keeps showing me new pictures. I think the whole thing is you're supposed to not be invested from the beginning, and then you won't get shown pictures regularly. But I I want to be the sort of parent that's, like, not shoving their baby down everybody's faces. Because I yeah. think it's fucking irritating. Well, I don't like it. Like, I understand. That's your baby. That's yeah. amazing. You've made it. That's precious. But nobody else is going to feel about your baby like you do. No, but some people do like it. Like my mum, you show her any picture of any baby and she will be as happy as anything. She loves babies. And there are some people like that. My colleague at work, um, obviously I don't have a baby, but I show him pictures of my nephew quite often and he seems to genuinely quite like it. He always seems to be quite, you know, happy to see him. Yeah. I mean, there are people. I mean, he might be, just be, he might be really polite and just be like, oh my God, why is he showing me his nephew again? But the thing is, you do. I mean, you you will find you are you will be incredibly proud of him, and you will think everything he does or she does. I can't remember what you're having, or if you even told I me. I did, yeah. Uh, will be completely brilliant. I did, I did tell you. Um, <clears throat> you did tell me. It, it's it's a boy. Yeah, it is a boy. Well done. Good good thing on um, guessing. Yes. Well done. It was a fifty fifty chance, wasn't it? No, I could vaguely it was remember. A 50/50 chance. No, 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 I could vaguely remember. <laughs> it was a fifty fifty chance, but I had a I had a leg up because I could vaguely remember being told it was going to be a boy. But because I can't, I bet you did. Yeah, because I wasn't given a name, that makes it more (laughs) difficult to remember because it's not necessarily a person at this point. Yes, well, yeah, well, I'm not giving you a name. No, it's fine. I've I've stopped caring. I'm not. I'm not giving anybody a name. No, I don't care. Yeah, you do though. Obviously, I don't. I've got. You do. You keep mentioning it all the time. I haven't mentioned it since last week. (laughs) Yeah, that's when we. That's when we last recorded. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I've stopped caring since then. Okay. Fine. Good. Uh, so, so an interesting fact for you to know about your baby. Uh, researchers note that a baby's brain is like a lantern. It is vaguely aware of everything. An adult's brain, on the other hand, is more like a flashlight, consciously focused on specific things, but ignoring background. Yeah. I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah, it's quite interesting. I mean, but then some babies sleep through anything. Yeah. So even though they're sleeping, are they still aware of it? Um, well, no. If you're asleep. You're not really aware, are you? Because most of the time, like with babies, even they, even though they're aware of things, they're not actually doing anything, are they? Not of not of any importance. No, it just means just laying that, there. Yeah, but all it means is it's paying as much attention to the wall as it is paying attention to you, I suppose. Whereas if you're in a room with me, you're probably paying all your attention to me. That, that makes me feel even less important as a dad. Oh, you're not important. The baby doesn't like you specifically. Um, you're just the ones that are there. Ah, well, he is reacting to me now, though. Yeah, but he'd probably react to anyone. No. Well. We've done our own little studies. He actually knows who I am. When I talk to him, he reacts. He says, hello, Daddy. How are you? 
You know what I mean, James. What, he kicks and moves when you talk? Yeah. Well. Gives me a good old tap. Give me a little tappy tap. And he doesn't move for a lot of people, I'll have you know, young man. Yeah. Yes, he's done a lot of development in, in his time in the um, womb. And now he is starting to be like a real little person. Yeah. Also, scientists suggest that creative people have retained some of the ability to think like an infant. So if you're creative, your brain is more like its baby lantern state. So it's quite a good thing. Okay. I just, Would that explain why I'm quite immature? Uh, yeah, because you're quite creative, aren't you? So, yeah, I expect the two go sort of hand in hand. Like I just make up amazing jingles. You do, yes. Um, but just quickly yeah. going back to the original point, you're not prepared to say whether you thought you were an attractive baby or not. Um, I did think about that, but we'd moved on from that point. I, it's not that I'm not prepared to do it. Um, it's just that I don't really have an opinion of myself as a baby. I think I look like every other baby. Okay, well, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a picture of me as a baby at some point. I might even if I get technically clever try and attach it to the podcast, or I might upload it to a website if we ever get one. I was a really ugly okay. baby. Um, I look. I'm sure. I look I'm sure that's not true. I know. I look like a really fat, ugly baby. Um, do you think that size matters in infancy? Well, I was huge. Um, and I'm exactly. And do you think people judged you more because you were a big baby? No, because like big. You were like the honey boo boo of babies, weren't <laughs> uh, you? No, because she's supposed to be like cute, isn't she, honey boo boo? No, just because she's a fucking pageant little winner doesn't mean she's not a little fucking hog, dirty little scallywag. Yeah, and her mum. Oh, don't even get me started on that because that's a mess. That's a mess, James. Yeah, no, actually, I uh, yeah, I agree. I don't think you'd judge a fat baby, <laughs> would you? Um, I mean, you can't depends. help it. Can't help being fat. Like, I didn't come out of the womb and go, give me everything to eat. I was just fat. But you've said, right, that you were a fat, ugly baby. Now, are you are yes. you just basing it purely on the fact that you were a fatty, fat, fat, no. fucking fat, fatty, fat, fucking fat, foul, fat, fat, fatty, fat, fat, fucking fat baby? Or were you an ugly baby? <laughs> I was an ugly baby that was also fat. Okay. Because fat babies aren't necessarily <laughs> okay. ugly. They can be quite cute. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. yeah. No, I was just ugly. Anyway. But what about you do you think was ugly as a baby? I'm interested now. Uh, I'm invested. Uh, that My head shape was unattractive. I shouldn't keep saying attractive. That sounds wrong when you're talking about babies. Yeah. Uh, my, ah. my head shape didn't look good. It was like almost, yes. you know, do you watch American Dad? Like uh, Stan Smith, where he's got yeah. like a huge disproportionate mm-hmm. chin, or like Quagmire, just like this massive uh-huh. chin hanging off the end yeah. of a baby. Uh, but how were you delivered? Did they did they force you out? No. Was it natural? Yeah. Okay, right. Because sometimes that makes a difference to head shape as well. Yeah, I know. If you if you're dragged out by pliers, then you do have like a misshapen head. Yeah. Have you ever seen in like the local newspapers where they have like the attractive baby competition? Again, I've used the word attractive. I know, the, I can't stand it. The cute it. baby competition. Um, you know, it's disgusting, isn't it? Yeah, but that made me feel better because there are some much, much more ugly babies than me that were entered. Yeah, but it's... Again, it goes back to me being about the parent that fucking show you their kids all the yeah. time. I think everybody thinks their baby is amazing and wonderful and perfect because they've created it. But from an outsider looking in, you're always going to be a bit like, oh my God... Are you serious? Especially with those pictures when you're parading your baby about in in the local paper. Yeah, I do think like, oh, you're only setting yourself up, really. 
Yeah, because one baby out of a, like a hundred is going to win, and then the rest are all going to feel really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think the baby's going to care unless it's like in the in the free or upwards category. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I mean, parents parents are always going to think their babies are perfect. Yeah, but do you know why that is? Do you know why you're you're always going to be sort of almost pre-programmed to think my baby is amazing? I would assume because of the journey that you've spent together. No. Oh. Because obviously we've evolved from animals. We are programmed to find them cute so we don't kill them. All right, okay. That makes sense. You know, so that we protect them and raise them and keep them alive so we sort of keep life going. Um, So that's quite useful. You know, you're pre-programmed to not want to kill your baby. Yeah. Like even when it's like screaming and won't stop screaming and it's crying and just won't stop and you just need to sleep because you haven't slept in like three days. And the baby's still screaming in your face. Yeah. And you still look down and you think, oh, but he's so cute. I love him. Some babies aren't so lucky. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, there's God. Always, there's always a story in the paper, isn't there? You know, there's always a story in the paper of someone not being so um, lenient. <laughs> yeah, so some people haven't evolved correctly and they don't find their baby so cute, is what you're saying. Yes. And also, I mean, yeah. they've probably got issues themselves. But, good well. warning, I might, I might read like the articles to Wally in the... Um, in the in the paper, yeah, yeah. I might just um, say like, eh, "This is what's happening. You better be uh, you better be careful." Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you've just uh, you've just mentioned something there. Oh no, we'll go past it though, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> I did like say it was getting out? harder and harder. To be fair, <laughs> six weeks, six weeks in a way, man. Do you want me to cut that out? Uh, not if it's being put out after he's born. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is she in your shot? No, she's in the other room, but I'm, I, okay, I guarantee good. she's heard it. <laughs> I'm surprised she hasn't run in and decked me in the face. Oh, my plan has worked. Talking about babies made you give it away. I knew it would happen. There she is. <laughs> there she is. And she just said, did you say his name? You did, didn't you? Yeah, well, it's only James's fault. <laughs> no, this is well, no, I did say if it's um, after the six weeks, then he's not allowed to put it out. After the six weeks? Yes, yeah, so when you give birth. Anyway, this is not a three-way thing. You need to leave. Thanks, bye. You can tell Kat I think it's a lovely name and I won't tell a soul, I promise. It's a lovely name and you won't tell a soul. Pardon the internet. Yeah, well, that's not happening yet. No. No, I'll bleep it out if we release it before and if it's after, then it won't matter. Yeah, that's good. I, that was that was all I was planning today. That's just the, the, I'm I know, I'm an evil mastermind. I'm afraid. I bet it was as well. I bet always in the back of your mind that was that was your intention for yep. you to slip up and actually did. say it out loud. You did quite well. We were nearly yeah. half an hour in. Mm-hmm. I've been saying to her recently. It keeps coming out because it. I think the mystique. Well, it's difficult because you do think of him as Wally. No, it's not Wally. No, what did you say it was? Ha <coughs> I said Ollie, but it's shortened down. Oh, Ollie. Ollie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was Wally. So I, no, <laughs> I was slightly lying when I said I thought it was a nice name, because I was like, that's sort of a bit of a mean name. Yeah, where's Wally? But no, I really like uh, that name. I, I'd like to call my own child that, but um, the, other half, the other half isn't so keen. Now you've got it, we definitely won't be able to, so I don't know. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. Like, um, uh, My wife's um, cousin has just given birth, and she named her baby Jack. Which was one of my options because my granddad's name is James, but everybody calls him Jack. I get. I, that's what I thought it was going to be. That is honestly what I'd guessed. Mm. But then I thought Jack Frost. 
that's a bit too cool. Well, I mean, my granddad gets called it. He's like 82 or whatever he is now. But no, definitely, because it, they've had the child and they've named it Jack, it definitely would be off the table now as well. Didn't make a difference if it was yeah. six weeks or 30 weeks. It's still, if you know a child with a name, you associate the personality with that name. And that's the same with every name. So, for example, I don't know, Tony is my uncle. So I associate that with a nice name and nice people. But if I think about... Yeah. Uh, Tony sounds like an old man, though. Like, little baby Tony doesn't sound right. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, we can get into that in a sec, but whoa. Um, and then if you think about Lloyd's, there was a little bastard um, that lived down my street that used to bully me, and I don't like that name anymore because um, uh. because of that little boy. He's yeah. probably a full-grown adult now. Yeah. Well, interestingly, someone that used to bully me was called Ollie when I was little. Oh. But I still like the name. So what does, it, what does that say about me? <laughs> Maybe you like it. Yeah, I like being, you know kicked to the ground and told that I should be dead yeah Yeah. some people love the drama some people love the torture Parents typically respond to 50-60% to 60% of a baby's vocalisation. However, language development could be sped up if parents responded to a baby's vocalisation 80% of the time. Beyond that, learning declines. So you need to listen to your baby only 80% of the time anymore, and you're overdoing it. Um, right. In what sense do I have to listen to the baby? So, like, if the baby goes... Meh. Right. You go... Yeah? And you go... Meh. Again, then you then you go yeah, and then if it goes Meh. a third time, at that point you'd still be sixty six percent. So I guess you could listen again. But if it did it a fourth time, you would definitely have to ignore it. Right. Because I guess what it's doing is it's teaching it to it's teaching it sort of the subtleties of language. So that if it makes certain sounds, you'll understand certain things about it. I don't know. I thought babies didn't know anything till they were a year and a half. Yeah, no, that makes sense. No, it does. I think I think babies are a lot smarter than um, people give them credit for. To be honest with you, I think they're 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 sassy. They know what they want. They get what they want. They know the games to play to get what they want. Do you really think that though, or do you think we imply that? Like when we look at animals and think, "Oh, that horse looks really happy." No, the horse doesn't care at all. We're just implying our own emotions onto the horse. No, I think it is true. You think the baby does know? Yeah, I think. I think. You think all babies are like Stewie Griffin? No. No, I hope it doesn't try and kill me. You never know. When it gets to 18, it might. I will have, I'll have raised it for 18 years, and then he just th- he snaps and like, do you know what? I'm sick of your fucking loud noises. I'm going to slit your throat right now. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it could be exactly like you. Your son could be like the, the spit of you, and then just, you know, it might be your new best friend, because it just thinks exactly the same way you do. I think this is the most interesting thing, is one... What's it actually going to come out looking at, looking like? Because it could be, it could be a mishmash of both. And then if so, how's that going to work? Because I think me and my wife have very, very different features. I've got really small eyes, for example. She's got massive, massive eyes. She's got a tiny little mouth. And then, I mean, I've got a really big head, but she's got a really small head. And I think her body's really. Yeah, well, you have schema. You have schema, which we've already learned about. Okay. I don't remember what that is, but it was very interesting. The baby thing about how cute babies are and the scientific explanation. Gotcha. Of what Didn't realise like. that was a thing, um, a, a word for it. 
And then also... That's what I said. I know. Oh, you don't listen to me. Oh, of course I do, James. I I can't get mm. enough of you, I said. Mm. And also, what personality is it going to have? It could be a mismatch of both as well. Yeah, well, it will be. Whatever, it's going to be... It might have overriding traits of one of you, but there will be elements of both of you within the baby. But I think with personality, I don't think it's necessarily clear-cut. I think it could be the complete opposite of us. It might look at us and think, oh no, I don't want to be like that, and then work to being completely boring, is the word I want to use. Um, yeah, it might... Well, that's not really a personality trait. Um, exciting or boring. Um because a boring person can be exciting to somebody and an exciting person can be boring to somebody else. Um, but no, it might be less in your face. Um, and the thing is with mannerisms, they're normally something you you just pick up by being near someone. I've lived with lots of different people in my life and I do find that when I lived with like my granddad, I noticed myself behaving more like my granddad. When I lived with my friend Will, I, I behaved way more like him. Um, so it will just it will be like the both of you just because it is near you. Yeah, no, I can understand that. I think there's a very there's a, there's a lot of like social stuff that that lends a hand into the child's development as well. So you know, no matter what you do raising the child, you could be the best, you could be the worst. But I mean, at the end of the day, what who they hang around and what situations they get themselves into, that's going to mould them as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So you can't you can't really you know expect the world from it. I just expect it to live. No. Yeah. What kind of parent do you think you'll be? What will your parental style be? See, a lot of people have said to me, uh, I think you'll be an amazing dad. But I, I don't think I will be an amazing dad. I think I will... I think I'll be more or less the same as what I am. I won't piss, piss about. I uh, See, I have a very low patience threshold. I think that's the thing. So my mum... Yeah, but you develop patience with... with um with experience of having a child who find you become more patient oh, yeah. because you have a child that needs it. But I don't think in that sense that I'll, I'll let, him, let him take the piss, if you know what I mean. If there's something that I want doing, then I will want it done. And I think that comes from my mum, though, to be fair. She's not a very patient person. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing I would definitely not do with my child, which my parents have admitted to doing, which is partly my own fault, probably, um, I used to talk a lot when I was little. And they used to ignore me, um, not like in a nasty way, just in because I was babbling away, kind of speaking a load of nonsense, and they just kind of tune me out and not really respond to me. And I do definitely now worry I'm being boring when I'm talking, or people aren't, you know, people don't want to listen to me. And um, you do do that a lot. I won't do that with my child. I will acknowledge him when he talks to me or her. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I think that's important um, anyway. But I don't think my parents were bad, by the way. Before I go, no. I think I'm saying my parents were awful. I'm just saying that that one thing they did has definitely had a huge impact on how I view myself nowadays. Yeah, don't get into parents anyway. No. Um, but anyway, going back to you, would you say you think you'll be an authoritative parent, a permissive parent, an uninvolved parent, or an authoritarian parent? Which style do you think you're most likely to ad- adopt? I mean, you're obviously not going to be uninvolved. No, I shouldn't um, think so. So permissive, you're just sort of going to let it get away with stuff. Uh, authoritative, you're going to kind of be controlling, but let the kid have a bit of a say. Or authoritarian is you're just going to be like, no, you need to do this, get on with it. The second to last one, probably. So authoritative, so the yeah. sort of democratic style of parenting. I think so. I don't, it's really difficult to judge, though. Talking to a person and asking them to do what you want them to do is completely different to talking to a child. Yeah. And I don't have a lot of experience with children. 
Like, I I never really had to order my little sister around, for example. Because no. I was still a child myself. I was 13. But I, I still didn't have that authoritative mindset because nobody ever listened to me anyway. Yeah. Well, just so you know, the one you picked is good because it says out of those four types, uh, authoritative parenting tends to result in children who are more happy, capable and successful. I think a lot of it will be will be based on what we do as a couple as well. Hmm. No, I think she'll be the same. One of you may well, maybe one of you will be very strict and the other will be more lenient, but then that at the same time is being more sort of, you know, democratic in a way because one of you is being strict and one of you is being more lenient. Um but uh I'm sure it'll all fall into place. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's no rules, there's no book, you just have to do it. Well there is rules. There there are laws about what you can do with your child, so you know, don't smack it around and definitely don't do anything disgusting with it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's that's sort of a good given, isn't it? But great advice, though. Anybody that's listening, yeah, yeah. You, you're not supposed to do those sort Yeah, don't rape your baby. Yeah, don't rape your baby. No. Don't, don't do that, and don't punch it in the head. Oh, yeah. and if you get any, like, any sort of feeling to touch the bald spot in the middle, don't do that, because that's their actual brain. That's their actual brain. Yeah, that really freaks me out. I know, out. I don't like it either. Yeah. It's weird. It's even weirder... It's even weirder when it closes up and it's not there anymore and you think, how did that happen then? Oh, it's just the skull growing still. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. strange. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, but permissive parenting tends to be the worst type because uh, that results in children who rank low in happiness and self-regulation. They're more likely to experience problems with authority and perform poorly in school. Well, if that's the case, then you probably shouldn't have had a baby in the first instance. Yeah, but look how many people do. Yeah, I know. It's just the people that are like sat there on their phones and they just let their kids run around being absolute nightmares. Yeah. It's just, well, you decided to have that child. You decided to bring them out today. You could have been on your phone at home. Yeah. Letting them run around in your own home rather than ruining somebody else's day because of your lad child and you can't do anything about it because you're a lazy fucking fat bitch. It is difficult when you see a bad parent. Very. You know, someone screaming offensive language at a child. Because, I mean, I... Brandon, fucking come here, you little cunt! Yeah. They do that a lot. I used to have a neighbour that would say, you know, fuck off to her child. You could hear it because our walls aren't massively thick. And she'd go, why are you fucking crying? Stop fucking crying, you stupid little shit. Yeah, and it's just no, like that happens what do too th- often. But what do they think? I mean, they're obviously thick people. Not in yeah. a nasty way. They're obviously just stupid because no. there's no way that's going to help the child or them. You know, it's not going to help the situation calm down because a child doesn't understand really... No. What's going on? Yeah. Because this child I mean, was like two, by say- the way. I'm not saying he was like a five-year-old kid. This was like a two-year-old child she was saying it to. Yeah. And I mean, it's the people that say, stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. Well, yeah. they're already crying. So, I mean, you giving them something else to cry about, that's not going to mm. make them stop, is it? You fucking mm. twat. So studies show that children do best when they have at least three loving and supportive adult influences in their lives, not two. So that's okay. really interesting. So basically, no, I think that's true. Get a third person in bed with you and cat now. Uh, I don't think that's what it implies. Give it three? No, not three parents. No, I don't think. I don't think that's that's what it implies at all. No, it means like a good grandparent, doesn't it, or an uncle or an auntie, or yeah, yeah. yeah. And I sort of had to because I didn't have a dad growing up. I had to make do with my granddad and my uncle. They sort of were my father oh, figures, right. and there were two of them, and they sort of. Shared their time with me, which made a, a big difference. Yeah. I think I don't think I would have been as well rounded now 
if it hadn't been for my um, uncle and my granddad growing yeah, up. Yeah, no, sure. I, I'm sure that's true. Um, yeah. I mean, I think people that don't have... Um, and it doesn't matter where it comes from, but people that don't have that parental figure in their lives, I think it's a lot more difficult for them. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's even necessarily parental figures necessarily. I mean, I I, I think you should expose your child to as many adults as possible. That, that dirty, sounded... <laughs> dirty fucking dirt. <laughs> I really, I really didn't mean it like that. I meant like, you know, getting... Go on, get your cock out! No. Go on, show that man your cock! Go on! He'll like it! <laughs> Touch a mini, go on. He wants to see that, he does. Here, try and get 50p off of him. Uh, I didn't mean that at all. Anyway. No, I know. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, I meant like when I was growing up, <laughs> my parents got me involved with lots of different people. So when they'd have uh, people around for dinner, they'd invite me to sit at the table and talk to them and... I think that's very. Good. I think that's very good for a child. No, oh, I really didn't mean to say that. I know, but it was what funny the hell's though. What's wrong with me? I was talking about attractive babies. It was fucking now I'm hilarious. About exposing your child to adults. Well, I hopefully it wasn't just my child, just <laughs> children in general. No, I meant generally. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that doesn't make any better. But I didn't mean that. Just how it sounded. No, we know. It's fine. You don't mm. need to well, explain no, yourself, do they? Because this might be the first one they listen to. They might think, "What the hell's wrong with this guy?" It's <laughs> true. Yeah. Oh dear, lovely. Babies begin to startle in utero around the 23rd week. However, if the same noise is repeated often, the baby will get used to it and stop startling. That's interesting. So that kind of goes in opposite of what you're saying. Well, how do you mean? Well, because you're saying that the baby responds to you because it recognises you, whereas that's yes. saying the baby just goes, whoa, because it's a new sound that it doesn't recognise. Yeah, initially, it probably is that. I mean, it did It did say in the um, in the baby bump amp that I had, it said that um, there was a, I think it's from, like it said there, I think it's it's applying to like loud noises. So if, if like a really loud car horn goes off, then it will be startled by it. So loud noises, yeah. they, they get jumped by. But based on what mm. you're saying, if it hears it often enough, then they'll go, oh, yeah, it's just that thing. Yeah. So they probably won't bother with car horns anymore. Be like, oh, I remember that about 20 weeks ago. Memories. Like that. And interestingly, your baby's going to arrive very near to my birthday, so it may share my birthday. Uh, what is your birthday? I know it's June. The 28th of May. 28th of... Oh, I thought it was no, June. It's the very end of May. No, I don't think it'll come then. I mean, there is, there's, there's the whole... Um, People that say you have spicy food and have sex, we could do all of that. Yep, that's a nice image. Yeah, we could sweep, They'd do a sweeps, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, just when you put your whole hand out there and whoosh, like that. What? <laughs> Wait. Sweeping. What? It's, it, it's, when you, it's when you sort of do a, a sort of movement inside the vagina to get it going. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's called a sweep. I might sound really stupid now. That's something that's recommended that you do. Oh, no. Stick your entire no, 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 hand no, no, in no, your no. wife's vagina no. and start wiggling it around. No, it's not recommended unless it's done by a medical professional, really. Yeah. See, now this is a very, very important fact 
that I try and get across to everyone I know who is a parent. Um, and I think is really good if you keep it in mind for your child. Children can't remember much before the age of three due to what is called, uh, psychologists call infantile amnesia. So they genuinely can't remember things. Because I've seen certain people I know with children getting very frustrated that their child do the same thing that they've told it a few days before that it shouldn't do. And it can't remember. It hasn't got the brain capacity to remember that. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that is, that's interesting. And then people are getting really angry with them, with the child mm. for not remembering. But it can't. It's like having a go at a table for not being a sink. <laughs> it just can't. It can't do it. You made the funny. I liked your funny, I did. I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah but that's really interesting because, I mean, that's, again, kind of opposite to what you say because you think they really do know what they're doing. I mean, if a child can't really remember anything before it's three, then it doesn't really know what it's doing, does it? It's just having a good time. Um, well, I was talking more about um, what you recognise vocally. Like, a, a child's going to know what the mummy and daddy is. Yeah, yeah, sure. And my nephew does now remember me, and he sometimes doesn't see me for a few weeks. Because um, he says the same... He can't say my name, because James is quite a difficult word for a small person to say. So he sort of goes, Bane. Oh, but he does say that whenever he sees me. like a Batman villain. He goes, Bane. Yeah. No, well, well yeah, sort of. But more you should with go around with like, a little mask on. <laughs> hello, hello, nephew. It's me, Bane. He'll love that when he goes up. My child would not be allowed near my PC or my phone. They can, yes. My phone is where I watch the pornography. Definitely won't be on my phone. That's I don't understand helpful. parents that let their children on their phones. Because I think, what, what? unless you've got nothing on your phone of incriminating nature. Well, it doesn't even matter about that. They could do anything. Yeah, but they, I don't think people actually let them just go to town, do they? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I've known, I'm not going to name names, but I've known a parent to give their child their phone and then have like a £500 bill at the end of it because they let them um, free reign on this game that they were playing. Wow. And they just kept pressing like, buy it now for all those bitcoins on the game or something. So yeah, £500 bill. Well, that's useful lesson for that idiot parent. <laughs> yes, well, this is the sort of thing I mean. But I bet you they told the child off. I bet you they berated the child. I don't know, I wasn't there. Well, I bet you they did. Yeah, probably. I bet they didn't go, yeah, I was an idiot, I shouldn't have done that. No, probably not. Maybe at a later stage they'll have thought about it and realised that was an, a moronic thing to do. But uh, It was knows. an over three-year-old, though. I think they were about yeah, five at the time. That doesn't matter. Still, that's still very young. They're still no, too, I know. They're still young enough that you don't really understand what you're doing. It's young enough to leave the responsibility of your personal identification with a child. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think a five-year-old has great morals, so it doesn't even really understand what spending all of mummy's and daddy's money means. No, No, they just think, oh, I want that, I'm going to get it, because it's Mm. allowing me to do it. Another quick, interesting, useful fact. uh, Don't let your child watch too much TV or use uh, computers or phones or tablets before the age of two, because it basically means that they'll have no attention span whatsoever. They'll just lose interest in things in an instant. I can understand that. I like having the TV yeah. on in the background regardless. Yeah, but you might try not to do that too much for the child's first couple of years. Have the radio mm. on in the background. Well, to be fair, like I'll be at work anyway for half the day. Yeah, the well, there you go. The but then the, she's a good girl. She'll probably go out and see friends and stuff. It's all good. Yeah, well, I'm sure there's a huge list of people, including myself, that would like to see the little fella once he uh, falls <laughs> out of your wife's bits. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's smarted. 
<laughs> oh, I didn't expect that to hurt so much. <laughs> I'm allowed to do that because I'm not a woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would never. Uh, see, I've had kidney stones. Have you? Yeah, I had kidney stones about five years ago. Wow. And um, it was the most incredibly uncomfortable and excruciating thing I've ever done in my life. So... Yeah, I wonder if I, that's worse. I do feel... No, it's not worse. It's about... I think it's just underneath childbirth. Yeah. It's not quite good. the same. So did you, 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 you peed them out, did you? Or did you have them removed? Uh, no, the stupid thing that I did, because I wasn't too aware of what was going on, I just felt tremendous pain, was that I waited for two weeks before I admitted myself to hospital. And at that point, they were like, well, it's broken down quite a lot over the two weeks that you've uh, Endured. been there. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll give you the pills to pass it anyway, but it wouldn't have done an awful lot more if you'd waited anyway. The, the reason wow. they admitted me to hospital was because it, the pain was so much that I sort of overdosed on paracetamol mm. and ibuprofen because I was just taking them all the time. Wow. Fun times, though. Yeah, I mean, that's why you should go to the doctor. Well, yeah. I mean, I know that now, getting older, but as a young person, well, not Maybe you left it for two weeks. That's a long time to put up with pain. It, Yeah, but it wasn't all the time, you see. Like, initially, it was excruciating, and that lasted a fair few hours, and I didn't know what to do with myself at that point. And then it just sort of rested there, so it'd come back and go away and come back and go away. Hmm. So I'd just get it at work every now and again. I'd have to go and sit down. Yeah, hmm. but I mean, it's a good indication as to what they go through. Yeah. Would you like another in- a useful parenting tip? Go for it, James. I love useful informations. Yes. Uh, this says, this is, I'm not being sexist. It says girls. Girls who eat regular family meals in a pleasant atmosphere are less likely than average to develop an eating disorder and become overweight. That's quite a useful thing to know. Um, yeah, sure. It is, isn't it? Because a lot of people don't necessarily eat together. They say, I'll oh, go and have that in front of the telly or whatever, or, you know, do your own dinner. But yeah. That's quite an interesting fact. Maybe I have an eating disorder. <laughs> You're not, well, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> uh, maybe the eating disorder is that I eat too much. But just one! <laughs> do you still eat packets of ham whole? No, I don't do that as much that. anymore. I know I'd sort of do every now and again, but not as much as I used to do. Yeah, well, just for the listeners, and if I- there are any, um, when I first got to know Jamie and I used to go and meet him for drinks after work, he would often show up with a packet of processed ham that he'd be eating like a packet of crisps. Yeah. Like that was a normal thing. Yeah, it is normal. It's, I mean, it's, it's not healthier than a bag of crisps. I bet you it's not. <laughs> I bet you it is. You think eating a packet of processed ham is healthier than a packet of crisps? Depends what crisps. Maybe not processed Definitely depends ham. what crisps. Yeah, but you were eating processed ham. You were never eating, like, you know, Waitrose honey-crumbed ham. No, I know. But I'm saying, if I had a nicer set of ham, it would be a lot healthier. Well, no, because allegedly red meat is, like, terrible for men, especially. Oh, pork and pig is not red meat. That's white meat. What? Pork is red meat? No, it's not. Of course it is. No! What do you think red meat is, then? Like, cow and deer. Just cow? No, deer. (laughs) All of, all of the... Lamb, that's red. Pork is red meat. I know it looks slightly white sometimes when it's been cooked. Uh. As a side note, do you, not, do you care about being wrong? Oh, no. No, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Don't bother me. But that's the same as every... I don't understand everybody getting pissed off about fuck all, to be honest with you. But whatever. You know, I'm, I'm a laid-back geezer, ain't I? Yeah. 
You are very laid back. I got. I'm so laid back. I'm almost horizontal. Yeah, I hate when people say stuff like that. I, you know, I've heard that said three times already today about different people. <laughs> it's just like it's. Don't mind me. I'm well random. I mean, it's fine. That's another one. But, you know. I'm so random. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what your dick tastes like. I'm definitely cutting that out. <laughs> well, all right, fine. Well, I've got, I've got like family members that listen to this, and they definitely don't want that image. That is true. They don't want to say... Oh, well... Because you know that thing that people say, like, if you, if you say, think about a, a black cat, you think about a black cat. They're now going to be thinking about what my dick tastes like. Well, probably not. Even if they're... But they will be, won't they? Yeah, of course they won't. So you're not thinking about a black cat? No. I was thinking more about what your dick tastes like. (laughs) (laughs) He's a naughty boy. playing classical music isn't likely to help their brain development having children play or sing the music can increase visual motor attention and mathematical skills yeah so so playing classical music to them is a waste of time yeah i mean i play i i play um piano songs do you but uh that's more for a relaxing thing really you're not a baby as well we're talking about babies jay no yeah i'm i play um i've played piano songs to the baby bump yeah, but it doesn't care about that. It means you need to, you need to get the children to play it once they're out. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, well, I would. I'm quite um, musical myself, so I would like. I would encourage it. I'm not going to force him to do it though. Yeah, I would like. I I would do the same thing that my mum did for me. Just get him like a little mini keyboard, and I know he's not going to take it seriously. He's just going to do my head in. But at some point, he'll have like a an appetite for it, perhaps, and he'll go. Oh, all right, and maybe I'll try playing it properly now. I think that's the best thing. Yeah. Uh, just introduce introduce babies to things, see if they like it. If they don't, don't worry about it. You can't force a child to be something you want them to be anyway. And that's the problem with most parents. They force their children to be a better image of what they were when they were growing up. Yeah. And you just let go. Yeah. Let it go, son. Yes. Just because you weren't popular doesn't mean your child has to be. No. But on an on a incredibly serious note for a second... Bullying can have negative effects on a child's development that can last well into middle age. Children who are bullied, especially those who are frequently bullied, are at risk of a wide range of poor social, health and economic outcomes. Even occasional bullying increases the risk of depression, anxiety and suicide later in life. Well, that's... yeah. That's... Yeah. But so, the I mean, that's obvious. Obviously, having a shit childhood is going to... Troubled Absolutely. you later on, but the the problem I had when I was growing up because I was bullied. I mean, it's not like I'm not saying I was special, but I did try to talk to people about it, and it was often sort of, oh, you know, toughen up, get on with it, don't worry about it. You know, I, it wasn't addressed, and I do feel like that is why I've still got a few a few issues nowadays. You know, fairly bad stuff like people used to. Uh, I used to actually get bogwashed. I've I've heard of this. Um, I think I had it done once. You might have to explain to people that aren't from this country, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. So bogwashing is uh, people shoving your head down the toilet and flushing it. I believe if you're listening in America, it's called a swirly. 
Um, which almost seems like one of those sort of movie TV mm. things. But, uh, yeah, um, you know, and other things, you know, I was physically beaten up quite a lot. Uh, I remember one time I was like, kicked to the ground and uh, every time I tried to stand up, they kicked me back down. And eventually they took my bag off me and threw it into, like, a bush of stinging nettles. Yeah. Um, you know, just stuff like that. And I do remember trying to talk to teachers and family members about it. It's difficult, though. But is it? Why is it difficult? Why is it difficult to go, oh, my child is obviously going through something quite tough. I should probably help them because they're a child. No, I, I, no I, I completely agree with that. But it is difficult to intervene properly, especially nowadays, because of the whole PC culture that we live in. So you're not really, you're not really allowed to do anything. That's why most parents these days will tell like a child will hit them back yeah because a, a parent can't do that they can't they can't instill and it, again it comes down i know i'm not absolutely not saying anything to lower what you went through as a child no no i wouldn't care if you were but you know again the the, the whole it's very hard to intervene when the other person that's being the bully probably has a really bad home line th- themselves oh so i mean Entirely. As a parent, if you go over to a parent's house and say, "Look, your child's bullying my son. I need you to stop it," you're probably they'll probably beat up the you're child. You're probably not going to get like a, a response back that means anything anyway. They'll just go, "Oh yeah, sorry, no. yeah, no, I didn't know that," and then nothing's going to change because they can't look after their own child properly. Yeah, or that parent then goes and smacks the child. Yeah, yeah, which um, again, that's um, probably more likely, isn't it? Yeah, but interestingly, just going back to what you said about hitting back, which I normally wouldn't condone, but um, I don't think you should ever hit anybody. But the guy that used to give me bogwash swirlies, um, the one time, one time we went to do it, and he took me into a cubicle, and there was a huge shit in the toilet, and I've always been incredibly. I've just found poo and bodily fluids and all that stuff absolutely horrifying. So kind of just the fight or flight thing kicked in. And I literally just... I think I elbowed him in the nuts and then turned around and sort of kneed him in the face. Kind of just went like an an animal, kind of crazy. Just didn't want to have my head thrown in the toilet with the poo. Um, And then he never did it again. Well, that's good, though. Yeah, well, yeah, it is good. But the... So then the other flip side of this story is... I have found out in later years that the guy that used to do that to me, I won't say his name, I don't think he'll be listening, but I know he is still in the local area to me and he's doing. he seems to be doing all right nowadays. Um, I found out that during the time he used to bully me, his parents were going through a fairly horrible divorce. Um, and interestingly, I won't give too much details just in case somebody knows who's listening to it and i don't know i wouldn't want to cause a a bad situation but basically his dad uh was running a club that we were both at at the time and his dad really liked me and i got on really well with his dad and that was almost definitely kind of the combination of obviously his parents marriage falling apart and then maybe his dad getting on very well with me and maybe, I don't know, not getting on terribly well with his son because obviously in the home life it's very stressful. He probably wasn't the best dad in the world at the time. That guy probably built up a lot of resentment to me and didn't know how to express that. So put my head down the toilet. Well, that's um, that's very astute. I think that's probably correct. Yeah, yeah. But, but So what I'm saying for anybody that is going through a tough time is you... A bit like what you said, you never really understand what the bully's going through. 
Um, so they're doing something awful to you, but it's almost 100% because they are also going through something awful. And they're not necessarily out because you've done something wrong, it's just because there is something wrong in the world. Yeah, they're just venting, aren't they? Yeah. They're venting because they can't vent anywhere else, but that doesn't excuse it. No. Like, even as a child, they know that they're doing things that are wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as intelligent people, we know that that's not the case. Yeah. Well, semi-intelligent people. Yeah, well, I've got a nipple. (laughs) Just one. Oh, no, there's another one there. Oh, God, where did that come from? James here, just finished editing this podcast and I realised it probably did get quite heavy and possibly upsetting at some points there for some people. May have uh, made you think about things that have happened to you. So I thought I should just quickly do a little end here. Um, if you do ever feel like you're struggling, I would first recommend going to your uh, your local GP and having a chat with them. I think nine times out of ten now they are pretty brilliant with mental health issues and will point you in the right direction. Or you can always call the Samaritans, who are amazing people, um, and you just need to call 116123. And they're open 24 hours a day, every day, and they will talk to you and probably make you feel about ten times better. Um, But yeah, you're not alone. There are always people you can talk to who will want to help you. I don't really know how to end this now. Um, I've normally got Jay here to say something. Um, Yeah, just imagine he said something very inappropriate about my genitals or his. Thank you for listening to this podcast. The music was provided by Boxcat Games.